You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Got our own special jingle, Paul. Yo, just me and you today. <laughs> of course, it should have been his hanger on. Uh, do you know what? I did think that. I actually, you know what I'm like. I actually tried to edit it. Did you try and edit? I did. I did. I also tried to get the and right as well because there's two ands I found. Oh, and it uh, I, it was uh, his hangers on and Paul Ryan Alcock, <laughs> and the inflections were all over the place. Brilliant, indeed. So just the two of us then. Just the t- it's very romantic, isn't it? It's you and me. What are we going to talk about? We've got lots of stuff. I've got prep work today. Well, I'm impressed. And you know I never dream. And now, yes. And if I do, I never remember them. Yes. What did I dream of last night? Me. That I overslept. No. And then and you I couldn't that, sleep. And I think that's because I read that it was just the two of us, and I woke up, and it was like five to eight, and then for some reason I couldn't find a pair of shorts to wear. I don't uh, know why I wanted shorts to come out. I mean, that old chestnut. <laughs> And I woke up thinking, oh my God, and then I kept waking up seeing if I'd missed the alarm, and, and I think that's because otherwise I couldn't cope with the thought of you just being sat here on your own. <laughs> It'd be terrible. What would I do? Who would I talk to? Well, you talk to yourself anyway. I so would, quite literally, be. And I'm also uh, playing a lot of tunes. We've got quite a few tunes coming up today. We've got, uh, we've got a bit of Ming Tea, which is very appropriate. Ming Tea, of course, being who? Um, he was in um, uh, Flash Gordon, wasn't he? He was no, the Emperor. No, he wasn't. Well, he wasn't. No, no not at all. Oh, no, that was Ming the Merciless. It was. That's his brother, <laughs> Ming. No, um, this Ming is... Uh, oh, come on. What's his name? What's his name? Oh, baby, behave. Uh, Quite literally, you know, got weird, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, from the yes. um, Austin Powers. Yes, Bye. Mike Myers. Oh, 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 oh. The only reason why I say that, it's not that exciting, really, but we're going to talk about BBC Three closing later. <gasps> I know. Gasp. So I just thought it was appropriate yes. to play that. We're going to talk yeah. about other things, the restaurants that thrive on doing what Barry does to everyone, insulting people. <laughs> Facebook's WhatsApp purchase challenged uh, Bitcoin creator, and we're going to yeah. hear a little bit about Bitcoin later. We've got... Uh, Guy from the BBC tells us what it is, what it's all about, uh, and of course something is obvious. Fr- Did you know this? Uh, you won't believe this. That free hotspots, Wi-Fi hotspots, pose data risk. Did no you? way. No, I know. No but way. What? So if you send stuff over an open network, yeah, then unencrypted, then it, then bad guys a, might do it. Do something with your data. Oh dear. I know. Would you believe it? Yeah. Well, I've stopped sending those photos now over the open Wi-Fi. Yeah, I have. Only the ones of you, so that's fine. <laughs> oh, you've been sending them. Well, the ones of you. Oh, well, that's right. yeah. That's all right. That's fine. So you're up to this week, you've been down the docks? Yeah, usual, boring week at work, yeah. nothing much to report, mm. and it's, ne- when are we nearly in, uh, yes, I mean, the year's gone so quick. That's the speed of it. It is. I think. And I've just, my, it's caught my eye again, the most exciting thing I've seen. Yes. The 7FM radio station on air. Yes. Is now in blue. Lovely, isn't and it? not it matches red. the red, doesn't it? It, <laughs> it looks very, it looks nicer actually. Pretty, isn't it? Is that come up on the webcam? Uh, not in the moment, we need to get a bit of a wide angle lens. I'll bit. try and take a picture of it later if on. If you could, if you could and, post and it. The very exciting blue sign. Yes, it's the colour of it. Yeah. What have you been up to? Been in London, and I. In London, London. We no, talk. We're going to talk about London later. Actually, being are. the yeah, whether it's the centre of the the UK or not. Ooh. Depends yeah. where you're listening from. It is. Not if you're listening from Birmingham. No, right. Yeah, I've been up there doing a bits and bobs. Um, I'm now a, a frequent uh, known person, if that sounds <laughs> a bit wrong. <laughs> in the hotel, you mean? It wasn't. As long as it's not there in the police station. We were talking about this. Yeah. You, you are the new. You are Alan Partridge. I am Alan Partridge. <laughs> done. Done. So they now call me Mr. Uh, hello, Mr. <laughs> Clark. They're all Welsh. <laughs> and have you got a bathroom full of free soap? <laughs> yeah. 
Do you know what? Do you know what? Karen said to me, but can you stop getting these? Because I don't know to give them to me now. <laughs> the thing is, I did get upgraded last week. Oh, I had upgrade, oh. upgradings. I had upgradings. And um, I was on the 15th floor. I saw a picture, I think. And do you know one of the things that is a, a demarcation between the 15th floor and the floor below? Yeah. Bigger soap and bigger wash bottles. <laughs> <laughs> a pair of slippers. Oh, fantastic. Which, <laughs> when I went out for something to eat and came back, I thought the room had been broken into because there was a, a little thing of chocolates on the bed. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Which I ate straight away. Someone was telling me about a couple they knew once that used to travel quite a lot and they yeah. each year for Christmas there was a competition between them to give the best gift of free things they've been oh. given. So things like hotel soaps, if you've been on an airline, yeah, you get you know, the little sleep mask and... <laughs> So apparently it was got quite creative. What did they? Can you think? Remember what they? Well, it's mainly soaps and soaps. cosmetics and toilet soap-based products. A pair of socks that you put <laughs> over the top of your normal socks to walk around in. Sounds good. Yeah, sounds, sounds good. good. Good plan. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. been in London. Then. Yeah, been in London doing a bit of that, a bit of this, and uh, I'll come back yesterday, didn't I? I'll come back Thursday, didn't I? Did you eat in your usual restaurant? I did. I had steak the first night, and then yeah. the, the night after I had chicken Fruit with some sort of yeah, with some sort of stuffing-based thing in it. Right. Uh, but I had what I normally have to start. This is boring, isn't it? But I had what, which is, um, it's prawn Caesar salad. Okay. Which was nice. But it had them little fish things in it. What? Not anchovies? That's them. Oh. The thing is, I don't like fish on the whole, but I did like them. They're horrible. I had to, did, but I had to, like, not, not, you can make faces with them, can't you? You can uh, make, do fishy things with them. They're horrible. Yeah, do you know, no. this is so, I was oh. in Italy years ago. Uh, in a restaurant, I can't remember what it was, there was no... Anyway, there was nothing that was in English. No. So to be on the safe side, oh, I just picked... They had about 40 pizzas, I just picked one. Yep. And the uh, friend I was with said, well, what's, what You know, what would be the worst thing? Really? It's a pizza, isn't it? You can't go wrong. Yeah. I said, yeah. Glass. Broken glass on it. Yeah, that might be bad. <laughs> Didn't think I'd order that. No. Um, and I'd ordered an anchovy pizza. Lovely. And it was just a pizza with a pile of anchovies, like a small <laughs> mountain. Oh. Uh, and they're about the worst thing in the world for me. It, the thing is, as well, it's when you're just about to eat them and you think one of them's moved, that, 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 oh, that no. just... And then that... But you don't recognise TV eating them, oh. and that is even worse. And then you feel something moving. You oh no, no! I watched a horror film this week. Oh no! While I was uh, when I went back to my hotel room early, and it was called Drag Me to Hell. Uh, and okay. I don't know if it was one of those American ones that's made for TV, but it was actually quite good. Um, and it was about this girl that um, got cursed. She was working in a bank. She was a lovely girl next door type girl, very sweet. <laughs> right. And so she, she's bound to be murdered <coughs> then in a horror film. Well, I can't say too much. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it. But what what basically the the story was goes like this: that she was getting going for promotion. This other bloke was going for promotion. He was a git. She's lovely, and because she was lovely, she couldn't make those tough decisions. <laughs> so he was going to get the job, and her boss told her this. Right. Funny enough, her boss was one of the guys out of um, Mash. Funny enough. Oh, blimey. Anyway, yeah, true story. So. Yeah. So basically, she this this gypsy lady comes in like you know typical stereotypical like white yeah. eye with white eye. You oh know, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bit like Barry in the, on a Saturday morning, <laughs> and um, she sits down and her, uh, the the house there is foreclosing. I think they use the term. Yeah, know, yeah. So basically, getting repossessed. So she has to make this terrible decision, and she basically says to this woman, "Now nah, you've had three extensions, you don't have any more." So she gets cursed by this woman, and the whole film is about. This evil monster from the hell coming up together with the shape of horn, you know, cloven cloak. You know, I think I've seen the film. Have you? Yeah, I seriously think I've seen and that film. The reason why <laughs> I, it, it made me think of it was because there was this one bit where she swallowed this. This fly goes up her nose, oh. and you just—it's fantastic because you're sat there going, "I know this ain't real. <laughs> I know this ain't real. It's CGI, but I know it's." Not. And then she, you see her doing that, and she goes, oh. and then you. 
you hear the flies flying around in her stomach. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just that reminded me when you said about Lovely. whatever it was. You were talking about anchovies being alive yes. in your stomach. That's right, yeah. There you go. True story. Another true story. There yeah, you go. Well, it, what we do? We start with horror films. Yeah, yeah, we're done now. Let's go. We've blown our topics too early. Yeah, we have. We have indeed, actually. If you want to get in contact with us today, you can do that. Do you want to read all this out back? Yeah. back? Sorry, did I call oh, you back? Oh, God, right, do, that's it. Do you I'm know off, that? I'm yeah, but that's because that must be brainwashed into me, because he normally he does that. does it. But yeah. you do it now, and you do it well, better. There's, there's many ways you can do it. You can email us, studio at 7fm.com. You can phone us on 01452 or triple five if you prefer or 555 or 555 we're on twitter at 7fm you can follow us on there or you can comment you can do whatever you want uh, we're on um, facebook now this is the one that's wrong isn't it no no oh you corrected it check it and oh. i put a little logo in there you have <coughs> we're on facebook.com and that's also 7fm you can follow us on there and like us and do so uh, the actual website is 7fm.com you can tune in from there if you probably are doing already or you can get us on the mobile portal, which is 7fm.com forward slash mobile. And last but not least, you can SMS, MMS or iMessage us on 07773629772. True story. So yeah, get in touch. It's always great. We like hearing from people because it knows we're not, we, then we know we're not just sat here on our own, do we? Yeah. It? Well, we know that because we can see how many people are listening to us. We can. And it's quite good. Yeah. I'm quite impressed. It's good. Yeah. I'll tell you what we do. Should we play a bit of Ming Tea yes. and then should we talk about the BBC and why Go they're getting rid of um, BBC Three, which is sad. Bit of Ming Tea here from Austin Powers, back after this with Andy and Paulie Boy. Made me tea. Made love to me. Put on the telly. This is William Made me tea Made love to me Put on the telly Why is the BBC closing a TV channel? Tell me now. Well, interesting you should ask. The BBC has announced sweeping changes to youth channel BBC Three, which will disappear from the programme guide in autumn 2015. Mm. 
Yes, the channel will continue in a truncated form on the iPlayer, while some of its more popular programmes could transfer to BBC One and Two. Overall, its programme budget will be cut from the current eighty-five million to twenty-five million. That's a big cut, isn't it?、Mm. However, at the moment, the iPlayer makes up about four percent of BBC Three's total viewing figures. One problem is that popular imported series such as Family Guy and American Dad are not diggity, available diggity, online. Diggity. Sorry, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore those series, and iPlayer viewing goes up to eight percent. The BBC believes that figures will grow significantly in the next few years. The closure. Will make way for an extension of CBBC's broadcast、mm. hours. That's what I watch most. Yeah,、of. we need more of that, don't we? And a BBC One Plus One channel. There you go. So BBC One Plus One. Okay, I suppose with Freeview, you're limited on how many on the mucks, how many channels you can get on the what mucks? Mucks. Mucks. What's that mean? Mucks. It's a multiplexer. Sorry, but but your big phrases. <laughs> yeah, it was little actually. Need three. Oh、hours. yeah, true. Yeah, <laughs> multiplexers a lot longer. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. Okay. Um, but to be honest, do we need more blimmin' kids programs? Well, obviously we do. They must have done their market research. Do you reckon they have, or do you reckon they just made a decision like we、I、do? Don't know, I don't mean, know. You think? So I've had this conversation with my children many times. When we were little girls, yeah, I remember that. You got home from school, yeah.、Um, you could watch children's TV from probably about four till about five, yeah, and that was it. And then it was closed down, over, job done. <laughs> yeah. Now, twenty-four-seven. Yeah. yeah, I know. What's going on? Do we sound old? I think we do. So I feel a bit edge. You know, I did a stupid thing this morning. My watch strap broke. Yeah. So I glued it back together, and I put the watch on while the gl- glue was still wet. You are joking me! Have you glued it to your I arm? Think I've glued- you don't need、oh, the strap no, now. I think <laughs> <laughs> glued the watch on my wrist. It's a shame we can't do a snapshot of that. <laughs> I'll, I'll rig up a bit of code that allows us to do that because you could go to the web. The you can go to the website and see us anyway, which is www.7fm.com, and click on webcam. And then you'll just see us sat here. It will be, yeah. yeah. It's exciting. Sorry, I changed the subject then. What, what we talking about? about? <laughs> BBC Children's t- BBC. Yeah,、uh, to be honest, BBC Three was an instrumental channel in、um, launching new stuff, wasn't it?、Uh, so yeah. So if you were like, I think, didn't it launch、um, Little Britain? Started on BBC Three, I believe, and some of these shows、wasn't、that Radio First. Little it、Britain. may have been. It, it may have radio been. first, and then I think、um, the Legal Gentlemen. Remember them?、Uh, yeah, I know that's one of your favourite programmes.、Yeah. I've never. Can watched... I help you at all? I only watched it when you showed me YouTube <laughs> clips, <laughs> and you're not sure whether it's funny or not. You have to you watch. Have to get into it. You have to get into、yeah. it. Can I help you at all? Yes. yes. I can. I can't. I'd like a can <laughs> of Coke. I can. I can't. <laughs>、uh, yeah. So things like that. And where's that going to go now? I suppose to be honest, you've got actually maybe it's moving with times because you've got YouTube. I mean, Lily Allen promoted herself on YouTube, became famous. Yeah. Her dad was famous, obviously. And yeah, <laughs> multi-millionaire. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, but you've got all these different avenues and channels that maybe the BBC is saying. Actually, I don't know if they are saying this because I've not heard them say it. You guys go away and prove yourself and bring your stuff when it's actually worth watching. Well, yeah, then we'll do it.、Absolutely. Saves us doing it. That's how the music industry works now. People first thing these, I think the producers look is how many followers have they got on Twitter. On Twitter, why aren't you using unfollow like we do? That thing that's we're nearly up to two thousand. Whoa! Perhaps I should.、That's、you know、I'm、that tight really. You know that Fire Tiger have nearly got forty thousand. Good、uh, grief! I know. Good grief! That's a lot of. That's the way to do it. Followers, not listeners. We have.、Followers. Um, we've got. 147 friends on Facebook. Have you? <laughs> oh, that's not. If you want to be Paul's friend on Facebook, go to facebook.com forward slash. It's、uh, Monkey Face UK. It's not. It's a Monkey Face. No, no monkey. I tried to think what it was. Monkey Face UK. Yeah, I think. And、yeah. I did.、Uh, I did like the logo thing as well. You said about the other day being the actually a guitar, and I think it's only when you mention it because it looks like a monkey. It is a monkey's face, but it's a guitar. Isn't that clever, though? Yeah. That's my friend Jess, who's a graphic designer, who did that for us. 
I think that's really clever. She's a clever girl. The songs are rubbish, but no, they're not <laughs> actually. The they're CD. not. No, I keep playing them. I've got them on my iPhone. Well, I said I've glued that CD drawer shut. You can't get that's just, that's actually known as the monkey face uh, drawer <laughs> yes, CD player. Right? That's all that's in it. Is it actually? Is there anything in there? There was a CD in it. I don't know. No, it's empty. I think. Oh, you knew he's been in here, don't you? Who? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Again. Yeah, he leaves the door open. You're not, joking. He, no, he just didn't lock the one lock out of the three I have. You oh. can imagine. Did you he give thought, him, is he in trouble for... Well, I sent him an email, didn't I? Did and, then, and then I come in and the mouse for that machine's over there hidden behind that. What's oh, it? that's because he gets confused. I know, he can't help it. What I want to know is, <coughs> so, what, uh, uh, so Baz is not here, Mandy's no, not here, no. Pizza, have they all got, we got notes from their mums? Uh, well, we, I told them it was cancelled. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> no show this week. There was no show this week. I lied <laughs> like a cheap watch. What are they? Um, what are they all doing then? What are they doing? So Barry is. Um, oh, doing something. Uh, he's doing something. Then next weekend he's doing something with the kids. Oh, he's taken up to some in convention or something. Oh, hang on, what, what's more important? Well, it's family know. or this show? Well, it's so ridiculous. It's like it almost makes it look like he's got a life <sighs> outside of something. Man's got no commitment. Caro's off skiing. Caro, Caro, she's only oh, yes. dropping. She's in Zelamze, isn't she? Which yeah. is where we talked about it last we week. Did. Where are you, um, Pete's, um, Pete's going to have a few weeks off. He's a bit tired. He's a bit tired. Yeah. What is he? Am- is he listening? Do you reckon? No, he won't be not this time. Right if it was his own show, he would be. Yeah, of course he would. Yeah. yeah. And Mandy is um, something to do with skating. Did I see? <clears throat> she wants to look beautiful for us. Oh, that's right. She said it takes uh, it takes twenty four hours to do that. Yeah, I was, was going to make a comment about you on that, and I couldn't think of anything <laughs> funny, so I, I didn't bother. It takes me 36 hours. Yeah, beautiful. it does. I was going to say a week, but there yeah. you go. Um, oh, so, so they've got excuses then, Yeah, they've got excuses, to be fair. I think we'll let them off. Right. Um, I, uh, they haven't had notes from their mum, so, you know. All right. Okay. Well, just this time. Wow. Well, do you think it's acceptable, really? <laughs> well... It's just us, so it must be. Should we do a quick ad break? Yeah, why and not? And then we'll, we'll play a bit of uh, Katy Perry. Nice one. I've let her out the garage now. Which one are we playing? Uh, it's called Raw? Juicy. No, uh, no it's oh, with Juicy, the... sorry. It's not with It's with Juicy J. Yeah. And it's Dark Horse. Ah, true story. This, I've got to stop saying that. When I say it, look at me. All right. I keep saying happy days as well, it worked. Do you? Yeah. I've <laughs> got to stop saying that. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. On average, two people over 65 die in a house fire every week. Please test their smoke alarms regularly. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Change for Life is about small changes we can make to be healthier, like choosing less booze. After a busy day, the odd glass may help us relax, but drink can sneak up on us, and one glass can often turn into a few. Most nights. Too much alcohol increases the risk to your health and can lead to heart and liver disease or a stroke. But you don't have to give it up completely. If you drink every day, try having a couple of nights off a week or opting for a smaller wine glass. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search Change for Life online. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Choose carefully Cause I, I'm capable of anything Of anything 
Now we were talking there. We, we were <laughs> talking. Got my headphones on. Yeah, <laughs> and we were talking about the most sad thing. And so my question was: these three clocks in here, are they already in control because they're absolutely to the second. <laughs> oh, the stuff! It's not rock and roll. Well, it practically is rock and roll. It's rock and roll, baby. Isn't it? What, what you got there then? Do you get unwanted email? Uh, Mainly for me. Yes, I told you to stop sending me those pictures. Are you bombarded with marketing emails, which takes a look at the scale of the problem and what you can do about it? Ah. So I have my own, I have my own solution, which is very simple, right? And it's foolproof. Foolproof. I'll tell you what it is in a second. But this looks a bit. Uh, it looks like it's a bit wishy washy. But it says here, do you feel? And I'll read it what it says rather than trying to change it to look like the third person. Blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Exactly. Do you feel powerless to stop the the tide of unwanted marketing emails that flood your inbox? You're not alone. So you're not alone. No, I'm glad to hear that. When we, in other words, they, uh, surveyed 1,054 people in July last year, nearly everyone told them they receive such emails. Well, they will, won't they? Four in ten people get more than a hundred spammy type emails a day. Good grief. It's common for websites to use your details to market products and services to you. And providing you have agreed to this and complied, and the companies comply with the rules, they're within their rights to do so. Sometimes you may be willing to agree to receive such emails to be told about a great deal. For example, or to be kept up to date on a subject you're interested in. Like those Canadian tablets you can get. <laughs> 
<laughs> I keep getting those. Um, it's not you sending them, stop, is it? Stop buying them, then. Uh, we're going to have to, really. Paying for no, them. I going to say, if I don't pay for them, they probably won't send them. <laughs> um, but 97% of those uh, that they heard from feel they haven't agreed to some emails they get. So it says here, what is it? Let me just cut into the chase. What can you do about it? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Hidden opt-outs. Okay, so the most worrying practice uh, that um, they, they found was hidden opt-out boxes used by Confuse.com and GoCompare.com. Really? What are these? Right. These, re- these are required um, for us to click a link to reveal a tick box we could use to opt out. Oh, yeah, I've seen these, yeah. Uh-huh. But the thing is, if you don't click the link and you don't opt out, yeah. then you've, you've, you've been assumptively opted in, I suppose. Right. Um, okay. <clears throat> I don't know much about this. Uh, Confused.com uses a hidden box to authorise third-party insurers to contact you by phone and email. The option to tick here, if you don't wish to be contacted, is hidden behind a drop-down menu oh. that says, if you would prefer not to use this service, phone... Well, no, please click here for more information. Go Compare had a similar system when we did our test, but we're happy to hear... Turning Turn the page. page. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's been removed since then. Oh, that's good. So which has got power. Good. The automatic opt-in is no longer hidden and customers are asked to select yes or no. So I've basically got... It says here... Oh, actually, here's some top tips. Do you want to hear the yeah, top go tips? On, go so on. number one, be aware. Okay. Right. Whenever you hand your email address over to a company as a part of a transaction or by any other reason, make sure you know what permissions you are giving. Read small print carefully, and I'm struggling to read this small print, and look out for opt-in and opt-out options. Um, No, they wouldn't work, will they? Yeah. Well, I've got special eyes. (laughs) I know, yeah. They're on backwards. On the wrong side of your head. (laughs) (laughs) Can you see? No. Oh. Uh, oh, God, I can. Of course you can. Set up a separate... Ah, right, now here you go. Did I, this is my... This is the way I do it. Set up a separate email address. Consider having an email address to use only when you buy goods and sign up for services online. This means you can keep any marketing email separate from day-to-day correspondence. That's a good story. I go one better than that. Do I look like a low man with these on? No, you look very intelligent. Thank you. Take a photo of me so I can see, because I'm scared. Yeah. Unsubscribing from a company you recognise, okay? Unsubscribing from a company you don't recognise. Withdrawing consent... Uh, use the features on your email. So, there you go. Uh, and the last resort, if a company still contacts you with email marketing after you asked it, to stop, you can call the Information Commissioner's Office, commonly known as the ICO. Now, what I do is I go one better than that. I can't see you, that's better. <laughs> I what I do is I go one better than that, because <clears throat> i got a few of my own domains. Yeah. What I do is I set up the name of the company that I'm buying services for online at my domain. Ah, so unique to that company. So, for example, I having short, fat feet and having a problem, <laughs> um, I have to buy shoes from widerfit.com, okay? So, I uh, set up an email address, widerfit dot, uh, widerfeet yeah. at ringtone.net. Right. And all was well. Until last week, I started getting spam. So about grow it bigger cream and everything. It was, yeah. Oh, grow it bigger cream. <laughs> everything. Your ears uh, are fine. <clears throat> yeah, they are. So I now know they've either sold my address, yeah. <clears throat> or somebody has done a done a you know somebody's taken a dump of the um, email address yeah. and sold it on themselves. That is wrong, very wrong, very wrong got, indeed. But as you say, because you're doing it individually, you know. I know. Which one to... So I just delete it, and then I ring them out and have a go at them. Fantastic. Yeah. But do you know the thing that worries me. So sometimes it says so you get these spam mails, and I never click on links. And was very good. And sometimes if you get one from somebody you don't know, and it says. If you don't want to receive this, click here. By clicking here, you yeah. might have just confirmed the email address. Yeah, I know. I and know. Then, then they got you. Yeah, over a barrel uh, ba- bag of potatoes. Yeah, yeah. 
So, True story. Again. Yeah, but it is a it is a pain, isn't it? Some of the junk mails you get. It um, is. It's, it's an intrusion, isn't it? All you, of this stuff. So I have got separate accounts that I use for buying stuff and what have you. Yeah. But um, I still get... And actually, so I've got accounts with BT and Hotmail. Most of their spam filters are pretty good. I don't get a lot get through. And the one I use for my kind of personal email address, I get virtually nothing, which yeah. is great. It's good. So it does work. I used to have... Um, a number of Disney email addresses at ringtone.net over the years. So I had andy.clark at ringtone.net, yeah. andy.s.clark at ringtone.net, okay. a.clark at ringtone.net, and now I've got another one. Right. Which I can't tell you what it is. tell because we're against junk mail. Yeah. And what about, um, are you not X-Directory on your normal phone? Yeah, XDNC. So is that the technical... XDNC, X-Directory, no calls. They're a great band. Yeah, they are. XDNC would yeah, be, yeah. Walk This Way. Yeah. Oh, no, that's DMC. No, that was, um, we're only making plans for t- Nigel, wasn't it? Uh, that was XTC. That was <laughs> Let's go for the mnemonic. <laughs> oh, get you. Oh, the big yeah. words. Oh, um, so I hate cold calls. Oh, that's and a I've rubbish registered, band. I've registered got all their with, albums. I've registered with the telephone, whatever, preference service. Yeah. And I still get it. And I, some of them, but if you don't want to buy stuff from them, are quite rude. Yeah, I know they are. And they phone I, me. And they hang up, yeah. So, so do you know what I do? Because I don't like confrontation, unless <laughs> I'm giving it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you know. Uh, I wouldn't count on the comment. Yeah. Um, not that you do know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So anyway, well, so let's, let's um, you, you you ring me up now, right? All right. And so I'll just, uh, right. Okay. You got any, you got any telephone ring noise? Hello. Hello. Uh, uh, what? Can I speak to the householder, please? Uh, yeah, speaking. Hello. Do, do you, um, it's a couple of questions. Uh, am I speaking Hello? to the man who owns the house? Hel- Hello. Oh, I don't know. I had somebody said about the house owner and then they've gone. I can't. No, no, I'm still here. Hello. No, they've gone. Hello. Then, then what you do is you put the phone down on the side and just leave it. Ah. Oh. No confrontation. Okay. They can't ring you back because it's engaged when they hang up. Fantastic. And then unless what you... What a re- great idea. See, that you've heard it all on 7FM. You know, one of the best ones I heard, which Go I on. read that someone did, um, they'll answer, as soon as it's somebody like, can I speak to the house, you know, whatever they do, um, they'll give it to their two-year-old son. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> And leave them. They wouldn't be able to tell the difference between me and my two-year-old saying, <laughs> yeah. I've got one. But Not if they phoned you when you've been in the bar. Yeah, exactly. That's genius, isn't it? If you've got any better ideas, uh, I don't know if Jonathan's listening or MDF, let us know. Uh, studio at 7fm.com. Or I got a, don't talk about MDF, I got a spam one from him the other oh, day. what was that? Um, where's it called? I had one from Mark, no, from Mark Strat- Stratton I had one. Oh, I don't, I, he's not my friend, this because I, no, I, friend. I do know him. You know, um, yeah, I got a junk one on Facebook from MDF. If you're listening to MDF, yeah. I want to have a word with you. Yeah, Sunshine. come around yeah, here with your yeah, spam. You come around here. Uh, it was, do I want to buy something or <laughs> solve all your financial problems with whatever that company he pretends to run is? Um, oh, I had that as well. Did you get that? Yeah. Rubbish. Was that, do you think that was unsolicited? I think it, well, I didn't accept it. I just, yeah. I was disgusted. I've deleted him as a friend and had him killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, d- I didn't do the second bit, but... No, I didn't do the first bit. I just had to do the second bit. Uh, do you know, I think Mr. Street might be listening. How do you know? Well, because he's like the photo I put up with the blue sign. Oh. Do you, he do won't th- be listening. Well, he's, but he's online. Yeah, but... Oh, well, I see, yeah, he's he on. He won't be listening. He's online, he? but he's not listening. He ain't interested in anything but his own show that, or anything he's interested no, in. No, that blooming approximation that he calls the music box. Oh, that's a joke. <laughs> yeah. I got, I got away with that, then. See, maybe. you're not approximation poor. You're reliable poor, now. Because <laughs> I'm here. Well, you were until you told me you're not here in a couple of weeks. Uh, well, yeah. No, you're just sorry. a complete let Larry let down. Do you want me to post this picture of you and your glasses? Uh, well, let's have a look. Well, my glasses. Let's have a look first. Uh, have you done it? <laughs> yeah, you've just done it. That's fine. Yeah. Oh my God! Don't I look old? I look like Phil Collins. Well, speaking of which, we're playing him later. <laughs> how do I do this? Do I just click done? Do I need? How do I tag you? Oh, I don't know. What's my name? Uh, 
done. Bernard. Edit. I, <clears> I don't know. I'm not very good on Twitter. I'm not very good on anything Anyway, it's probably not very interesting. That's what they told me, right? And that's what they told me. When I left when I left the training college at Shirehampton with BT, yes. my final third year, yeah. they told, they wrote back to the area, Gloucester, and yeah. told my boss, who was the training uh, manager for BT, not to put me on anything technical. Really? Yeah, exactly. So in your face, because I most... built a studio and I done loads of technical stuff and set up the world's first ringtone sites up yours. Are you Can I say that? Talk about this thing you might be doing tomorrow afternoon. Oh, on the BBC? Yeah. Hello. Yeah, possibly. So, I don't know if I am going on there, but they asked me to go and talk about Community Radio. I'll tell you what, I will give you 50 quid if you do the whole interview in the in the uh, style of Terry Wogan. Well, <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, Andy Clark here. Oh, sorry, you beat Jethro, wouldn't it, then, for a minute? <laughs> yeah. You could do the whole thing as him. That's worth 50 So, here quid. we are. We've got Andy Clark here, and this is Jack Miles from BBC. We've got Andy Clark in the studio with us. Hello there, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, even better still, for a hundred quid, every different question he asks you, adopt a different person. Yeah. So answer well, the second question. Quick- <laughs> Terry Wogans would answer differently to this. And, and so with the gay, the big yin. <laughs> Are they feeling particularly <laughs> splendid tonight? <laughs> and um, so, Andy, uh, how much do you think it's cost you to set up 7FM? One million dollars! <laughs> That's got to be worth a hundred quid. Every question. But... And if he says to you off air, what are you doing? Just go, Nothing. what do you want about? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Every question in a different voice. Exactly. Genius. Yeah, they probably, he's probably listening, actually. Just think of the... If you are um, listening, Jack. Just think of the kudos we get there. Kudos? Yeah. I think I'd be locked up and put in a straitjacket and taken... Fantastic. I taken think, down to Barnwood House. I think, <clears> I think that's the answer. I think it's the way forward, isn't it? Brilliant. Do you, um... How, how often do you go out and eat? Um, oh... Not very often. Yeah. Uh, once a month. Once well, a month. I yeah. eat quite a lot out because I'm... Well, you know away, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I must admit, I don't like it when the fries come later than the steak. <laughs> right. And that contest consistently <laughs> happens at the Lancaster. Oh, no, that's not to, good. To the extent where I told the bloke the other day... What, the manager? Well, the bloke who... I don't know what he is, the chief food-serving waiter the, bloke. Uh, is that the... Is it the matron? No, the matre d's the wine. Oh, hello, matron. <laughs> not that sort of matron. Oh. Anyway, I told him, and I just casually, I said, well, why can't you, I just said, why can't you just deliver <laughs> the steak at the same time as the chips? <laughs> yeah, why do I get the steak seems... first, and then you deliver it? The, and he said, oh, because they cook them fresh. I said, well, he says, oh, because they take longer to cook. So I said, well, just, why don't you then start them slightly <laughs> earlier? <laughs> or put the steak on a bit later. I know I do a lot of project management stuff and planning and stuff, but to be honest, can't you just, do you want me to do your plan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't chop. Yeah. Fantastic. And <laughs> he laughed and then um, spat in my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> we are like sisters, aren't we? Oh, yes. Anyway, the reason I asked that, Paul, is the restaurants that thrive, uh, there are restaurants that thrive on insult in their diners. I don't think the Lancaster is one of those, by the way, because <laughs> I do like them. Um, a Chinese eatery dubbed London's rudest restaurant has promised to reopen with better managed service. Can insulting your customers ever be a successful business strategy? Cash only. No, you can't sit together. Eat faster. Ha ha. You want a knife and fork? Are these real? Stop looking so fat. <laughs> you made the last month, didn't I you? I did, yeah. Uh, Wong K in London's Chinatown uh, defied... Defied received... Oh, I see. Yeah. Defied received gastronomic wisdom that the customer was always right. Wow. Ma- mainly they're always right. I'm always right. <laughs> Celebrity chef Marco Pierre White... Um, oh, hang on. No, I haven't finished that. You missed yet. the line. I have. Because uh, the patrons were cajoled, bullied, insulted, and mocked by waiting staff. 
I would love that. <laughs> as long as I could give it back. Yeah, yeah. As long as they accept it back and they don't cut you or, or throw you out. <laughs> um, perversively, m- uh, many diners loved it. Celebrity chef Marco Pierre White once boasted of throwing out 54 customers in a single night and ejecting diners who asked for salt oh, and pepper. no. thing is, though, at the end of the day, if, if you've eaten some food and then get thrown out, that's fine, isn't it? Because you ain't paying for it. You pay for it, yeah, that's true enough. The reputation of Michelle starred Dublin chef Kevin Thornton was, bar- was burnished after reports he verbally abused a man who asked for chips with his meal. What, at the end of the day, it's food. It's up to you. It's, it's up to you to what you, you want to eat. Look. Absolutely. People want to put tomato sauce all over their <clears throat> posh stuff. It's up to them. Bookings at the Ardelphi in uh, Liverpool rose by 20% after a BBC rea- reality series was screened featuring rather fort- right, forthright staff. The owner of a Cumbria tea room. Tea room. Tea room. <laughs> tea room. I think it became a tea yeah. room, which attracted online criticism for its grumpy service. One praise after hitting back that the north of England was a place that still maintains a healthy respect for a good old-fashioned surly disposition. And it's a pity Barry's not because here. Because he's got a surly disposition. Hasn't he? Yeah. It's funny, actually, because it, it's this, this show is a lot more business-focused today, don't you think? No, he's not here. There's no politics in it yet. No politics, but business. A lot yeah. of business. We've got technology. Yeah. We've got some more business stuff coming up later. It's just the things that we're good at that he's not, isn't it? That's well, what we're talking I about. didn't want to say too much to me. Right, there's a photo of you on Twitter now, by the way, in your glasses. Sorry, oh, my glasses. Your glasses. Looking, oh, thank um, you. I think it's time we played an advertisement break, and yeah. then we'll be back after this uh, on Seven Ball Breakfast Show with me and me. Yes, you're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers-on Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. Parents give lots of reasons why they keep smoking when they have a newborn baby. It's just so stressful. What with the crying and the lack of sleep and everything. Well, my parents smoked when I was a baby, and I'm all right. But there are lots more reasons why you should stop. Because smoking around your baby doubles the chance of them dying from cot death. That's why the NHS offers free support to new mothers and their partners who want to quit smoking. We're so glad we quit, for her sake. Yeah, it's been good for us, too. For help and support to go smoke-free, call the NHS Pregnancy Smoking Helpline on 0800 169 9169 or visit www.nhs.uk slash go smoke free. The drivers are ready for the warm-up lap. And away they go. Except one. He's sitting on the grid eating a bowl of hot soup. There are lots of ways to warm up this winter, like eating regular hot, healthy meals. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
Indeed. Oh, God, I had the wrong favourite. Yeah. That, that sounded like Jules Holland to me. It was our Jules, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, your, I, your mate. Yeah, my mate Jules. He was a nice chap, wasn't he? I liked his interview. He was great, actually. Really? I've got to be honest. He was really great. When just he, uh, It's just when he, uh, when he, he opens the thing up. And I... Hello, 7FM. Uh, hello, this is Jules Holland. Is that Andy Clark? Yes. No, what did I say? Yeah, this is Andy Clark. No, what is it? I can't remember what he said, but it was like, it's just the... I can't remember. It you was mean, funny, it, though. Oh, I heard the interview, obviously, at the time, because yeah. we played it. Well, it was funnier when I listened to it, but I can't remember what it no, was. No, it's just cool. I mean, how cool is that? Yeah, how and cool? also, um, the guy at 10CC, that was good. Um, yeah. Graham Goldman. That's it, thank you. Yeah, we've had the... And we've got Phil Collins next week, which is great. What? <laughs> I don't really. Oh. Like Your eyes, then. Their eyes looked all bright. My eyes, they're like, eyes. Like a little rabbit that's just been sh- <laughs> shot <laughs> <laughs> so I had an incident this week. Oh no! <clears throat> when I let Pete and Alex into the studio on oh, Thursday night, here we go. I walked in, and from nowhere, this moth came out of up there, right, and flew straight into my ear, inside my. Oh, you! <laughs> I am not right. So I stood there, right, yeah, with my feet. I'm going. It's gone in my head. It's gone in my head. <laughs> they stood there, and their face. <laughs> <laughs> I think their faces, they were like, we ain't going to be doing our show tonight. You ain't going to be doing a show tonight. So I'm like, it's in my ear. It's in my head. Oh. I can't get it out. I can't get it out. And I had my finger in my ear. And Why I was, was that? You're going to try to make it come out the other one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kept banging it. And it came out my nose. No. Uh, oh. I, which it could do, technically. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all connected, isn't it? But um, I managed to, it was going in, oh. inside my head. Horrible, horrible. And I, and I was like, oh my God, I couldn't get out. And anyway, this, this felt like it lasted an hour, but it probably lasted about 30 seconds. But I had my finger right inside my, and I was, I could feel it. Oh, and yeah, it's horrible. I, I couldn't get to it. 
I could not get it was inside my eardrum. But surely putting your finger in your ear was the worst stopping it coming out. Yeah, well anyway I took it out and it flew out and flew off. It actually it's, flew it's off. It's in here somewhere. The oh, moth. Oh my god. You know what you know it got in here? How? That was um, Mr. Street opened his wallet. Oh, no, I was say Barry opened his wallet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete opened his wallet and it came out. But uh, that was quite scary because uh, that was horrible. Oh. Knowing that, a, you know, a fly... And after watching that thing about the, the fly going... Yeah, yeah, the fly going in someone's stomach, it wasn't very nice. That's not good. Oh, mate. That is not, not good at all. If you, uh, could you... Can anyone just send us a photograph of what they're doing at the moment? Yeah. Don't care what it is. Anything. Rude or not, the matter. Uh, 0773. Write <laughs> this down. And I'll do it in the uh, System X announcement what voice then? from BT. Telephone number 07773 I've forgotten it. 772. Seven, seven, two. Two. Seven, seven, two. Yeah. yeah. I'm all cocky because I've got the oh, three in front of me. Yeah. Send us a picture. photograph of something. If you're cooking. Yeah. Uh, if you're not cooking. Or if you're taking a shower if, you want. if you're taking <laughs> no, a shower no, barry send us that photo no 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 oh, is that one so- oh no no it's not i thought yeah. i saw the screen flash there yeah um oh, that's a good is someone else following us yes a and e fire equipment so i was going to talk about this app but, Go I, on, but i gotta find it oh so let's not I mean, talk about it have you not prepared well do you not have it all printed out on a bit of paper it was right here on my feed and i've lost it we got a lady coming up after nine o'clock and tell we? us all about pancakes uh, lovely um did you have any nope do you not like pancakes yeah why didn't you have any? It was in London, wasn't I? Oh. They did do a pancake. They had a pancake table, but I turned up too late for the pancake table. Oh, yeah, but you are Mr. 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 Pancake. Mr. Pancake. <laughs> Mr. Clark, who lived in the hotel. Yeah. Like Alan Partridge. Could they not have... Uh, yeah, could they not have sorted you out with the pancake? Well, I didn't you? ask. I, I, I could have spoke to my friend Andrea. She did let me. Who's that? that is she the Romanian friend. Is she the waitress? She's a waitress. She's the one with nice eyes? I don't know. No, that was... So, yeah, the the story... No, I'm not even going to go with that story, actually. Um, Yeah, so we're going to talk to Allegra McVady after nine o'clock. She calls us up. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, And she's a celeb chef. She's a celeb chef. She was also... Yeah, she was president... um, chef. She was, yeah. Yeah. You you know so much. I know, that's because you gave me the sheet. Okay. I found this thing I was going to talk about. Go on, then. Can we do it now? Do you want to carry on with that? No, go on. We'll do this later. So, there's a company... I'm going to make this up as I go... Well, not make it up. No. I'm not. I'm going to try and pracy this big article. So there's a developer called Spritz, uh, which has uh, generated, which has created this new wearable technology that will pick out a key letter in a word. <laughs> let me try and explain this. The way it works, it's, it's something to do. Actually, let me try and get the more than make it up. Yeah. Tell you one. It's to do with the way your eyes track a word. You 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 look to a certain space. So this you, this is a company called Spritz. And it's every word has got something called an optimal recognition point, which is slightly to the left of the centre of each word, and it's the precise point at which our brain deciphers the jumble of letters. Oh, right. So if I if I understand it correctly, what they've done, it identifies the ORP, this optimal recognition point of each word, and makes that letter red, and presents all of the ORPs, all of these red letters, exactly the same space on the screen. So your eye sees that letter and immediately oh. reads that word instantaneously. So you're not moving your eyes left and right. It's all popping up. Wow. So I, you can look at it. I'll show you. It's not going to come up very well. Can you see the top one there? So it's Therefore, flashing. process information. Oh, well, you mean... Well, let's do this live on air, right. Okay. So read that top one. You're going to be <coughs> reading it 250 words per minute. Read that top one as it flashes up. Minute A, little more than the average reading speed of 220 mi- minutes. Don't worry, we'll faster in a moment. In fact, many are already spitzing over 1,000 WPM at the speed that you could... Stop. Stopped. 
Do you your speed the same? Compressing. <laughs> if actually, is, to be fair, it's probably harder because you're doing it out loud. Your brain is pro- you're having to speak it, but. So let's do 350 words a right. minute. So don't read it out loud. Right, Just massive. do it in your head, and I'll, we'll have a bit of dead air. So these are words flashing up on From, your screen. Hang on. Uh-huh. Y- yeah. Is it all making sense? Yeah, it is. It's very clever. So they, they reckon that you can get through like a... Uh, what's it say? Like a sort of 10,000 uh, page novel in 10 hours. What's the website address so people can go to and have a look at it? So I'm getting this from <coughs> uh, a new site, but the app is... What's, uh, the name, what's the name of the site? So this one I'm looking at is something called Elite Daily. How do you spell Elite? Um, E-L-I-T-E Daily. Dot. So it's, yeah, Elite Daily, all one string, dot com, stroke news, and then there's a technology bit to it. Okay. And it's this insane new app will allow you to read novels in under 90 minutes. And it's got some... It flashes up the words, so it shows you what it's doing. Uh, and I did it this morning. Yeah, but... And I was reading at 500 words a minute. Really? Yeah. But... To, but so, basically, it takes out all the packaging. It's like... It's like zip. It's it like a bit, It's but like zips, it's for, be, but for words. It's because your eye doesn't move. You're not following words. Your eye stays in exactly the same place. And if you concentrate too hard, you can't do it. But if you just sort of switch off a bit... These words are flashing up, and in each word there is a character in red, and you read that word absolutely instantaneously. Instantaneously, so that's five hundred words per minute. It's fascinating. This, and they reckon it will change the way that we read. I They're, mean, for doing stuff like revision. Well, yeah, you blitzer it. Now, the only thing about that, though, that I thought is that it's not. If you're revising, it's not about getting through words as quickly as you can, is it? You need no. to absorb it. And what I don't know, I'd have to read a bit further, is whether you absorb it, even though you're reading it really, really quickly. So, I mean, if you're reading a story, it's fine, because you don't need to remember every single word. If you're revising textbooks and you're trying to do, you know, chemical equation for this is whatever, you need to, you know, there's probably, you need to do that more slowly. But yeah, so that was, so that's very interesting. So that is good, isn't it? So that's a company called Spritz have made this. Spritz? Spritz. And I'm in no way associated with them. Not anymore. But they're developing it for three years, apparently. Um, and it's about to go public with Samsung's new line of wearable technology. Wearable technology. Yeah, so these things you put on earlier on that you thought were my reading glasses. Oh, <laughs> they're actually not. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. There you go. Have I finished talking about it too early because we've got a few minutes to kill before the news? A uh, little bit. A little bit. You've <laughs> probably got about 30 seconds and then we're all right. Okay. Anyway, so I've tweeted a picture of you in your glasses. Oh, thank you. Um, in my glasses. Yeah. And I've now put a picture up online of the 7FM blue sign. Yeah. Uh-huh. So who said that men can't multitask? Absolutely. We are men and we are multitasking. We are, yeah. Not, uh, admittedly, not very well. well. And we're not very good <laughs> men, neither, really, are we? That's what our other half say. At least he did till I shot her. Um, <laughs> so. What's your name, Oscar Pistorius? <laughs> oh, allegedly. Can't say that. He's been in the news. No, you can't say that. That's what do you rude. think of this? Well, you can, because I did say allegedly at the end. You can say what you want if you say allegedly. No, you can't. That's not true. That's a myth. That is a complete myth. But he has allegedly. No, you're not allowed to talk about cases on the radio that are actually. In, uh, they're, they're not in the UK, though. So no, he's going to say South Africa. And it's on the telly anyway. His whole trial is yeah, televised. You're not allowed to watch the telly while you're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I turn it off? Yeah. I'll tell you what we'll do. We're going to play a bit of John Legend. Then we're going to, while this is going on, we're going to we're gonna play the news, uh, or the news will come on, actually, with um, that lady, whatever, Nina Maria Potts, who talks like this. And then we're going to play a bit of back-to-back with Genesis. We're going to play Turn It On and Illegal Alien. Two great Fantastic. tunes. Fantastic. I've still got your LP of that that came from. The one. yellow one? Yeah, no, the green one. Oh, have you? Yeah, I'll give it you back one day. One day. Uh, so this is John Legend and all of me. We'll be back on the Semble Breakfast Show after this at about something like ten past nine and then we're going to talk to the lady about pancakes mm. her name is allegra mcveady 
What would I do without your smart mouth? Drawing me in and you kicking me out. You've got my head spinning. No kidding, I can't pin you down. What's going on in that beautiful mind? I'm on your magical mystery ride. And I'm so dizzy, don't know what hit me, but I'll be alright. My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine. You're crazy and I'm out of my mind. Cause all Times do I have to tell you? Even when you're crying, you're beautiful too. The world is beating you down. I'm around through every mood. You're my downfall, you're my muse. My worst distraction, my rhythm and blues. I can't stop singing, it's ringing in my head for you. I'm breathing fine You're crazy and I'm out of my mind Cause all of me loves all of you Love your curves and all your edges All your perfect imperfections Give your and around the world at 7fm.com. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your yeah, okay, host, so I made a mistake. and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM.
We've had a complaint from Big Eater. She said, why in all the Phil C? Because we like Phil C, innit? Yeah, what's wrong with him, then? You messaging me and criticising. Yeah. When, when, when you've been on air a couple of times. Yeah. Actually, I think, Big Eater, you're coming to the UK, aren't you, at some point? Well, I mean, she is. I mean, get her in here. Get her in here. Get her yeah. on the show. Get rid of Barry for the day. But I do like what she said. Okay, he's good, but you guys should stop drinking coffee and get back on air. She's got a point. Actually, she's put Gurr back on air. Gurr? That's Gloucestershire, isn't it? Gurr. 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 Good idea. Anyway, sorry, Biggie John. We know you love him so much. We've got another mm. eight uh, Phil Collins songs back, back to back. Back to back. And actually, I think you'll find that was Genesis, not Phil Collins. Yeah, he was singing, fine. but it was Genesis. Yeah, good point. There you good go. Point. So don't come around here with your big ideas. Anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Tout à fait, as they say in French. Do they? Yeah. Yeah, they do, yeah. So, coming up in a moment, uh, we have an interview with Allegro McVady, as Andy said earlier. So, last Tuesday was Pancake Day, and we have an interview with award-winning television chef Allegro McVady, who's an MBE, that's cool. Uh, Shrove Tuesday fell in fair trade fortnight, and there's a lot to celebrate this year as the Foundation celebrates its 20th anniversary. Wow, really? That's gone quick. Uh, Allegra, who was once the personal chef for President Clinton, is patron of the Fairtrade Foundation. She has a fantastic career in the food industry and was appointed member of the Order of the British Empire. We never hear it spelled out, do you, MBE? Yeah. In 2008 for her services to the industry. She made a name for herself working as a top chef in some of the best restaurants in London and San Francisco, going on to co-found the healthy fast food chain, Leon. Allegra is also a regular on many cooking programmes across different TV channels, and she co-presented her own programme, Economy Gastronomy, on the BBC. I'll see why I'm reading this. Mm. Uh, Allegra will be sharing all her inside knowledge on how to cook the perfect pancakes this Shrove Tuesday, which is gone, So, but have them again anyway, because they're nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, she'll also give tips on how to be creative this pancake day by experimenting with fair trade bananas. I did not know it was that sort of show. No. This comes as part of Fairtrade's campaign for shoppers to recognise plight of banana farmers across the world as part of their Make Bananas Fair campaign. So let's hear from Allegra now. Music and news for South Gloucester. Hello, my name is Allegra McEverdy and I am a chef, writer, restaurateur, broadcaster and most proud patron of the Fairtrade Foundation. I became a patron of the Fairtrade Foundation because I have long um, supported them. Um, just, you know, I write recipes for a living, you know, whether it's for books or columns or telly or restaurants or whatever it is. Uh, and I've always um, advocated the use of Fairtrade ingredients where possible. Fairtrade just picked up on this, that I was a big supporter and got in touch. Uh, and then they took me on um, a couple of trips um, to Malawi first to go and meet some smallholder producers um, who are making peanuts, um, growing peanuts, and um, the poverty them at the time Malawi was the ninth poorest country in the world um, and seeing the difference the direct difference that fair trade made to their lives um, you know whether it was being uh, having a source of clean water that was closer than 20 miles away or having a hospital that, um, that was being built with the premium money that went back to them through the fair trade program um, it, it just was extraordinary and you could see in their eyes it was changing not only their lives but the futures of their children's lives as well and after that it was just an absolute no-brainer when they said would you become patron i was like one of the proudest days of my life so this year's uh, fair trade fortnight, which we are um, halfway through, is um, uh, it's all about bananas. It's all about bananas because bananas are now currently in supermarkets. They are half the price that they were ten years ago, and yet the cost of production for them has um, is more or less doubled. Now, clearly, this is massively unsustainable on many levels. Not to mention just wrong. Um, but the, you know, essentially, they're a victim of their own success because they're in so bananas are in ninety percent of supermarket baskets at the checkout. You know, everybody loves them. Uh, and but so the supermarkets got a hold of this and they use um, they 
drop the price unrealistically to get people through the door, and then they make their money on lots and lots and lots of other things. Um, but of course, that doesn't help the poor producers and the farmers. Uh, I re- recently went out to the Wynwood Isles and met a lot of these um, farmers um, who are just—they're you know, literally scratching, scratching their heads because they do not understand why supermarkets over here are undervaluing um, their pre- most precious commodity. The best thing people do to join the campaign is to go to uh, the Fairtrade Foundation website and sign the petition, which is called Stick With Foncho, who's one of our producers. Uh, Stickwithfoncho.org.uk. Uh, yeah, my last book um, came out in just before Christmas. It's called Big Table, Busy Kitchen. It's a kind of family cookbook. It's about um, looking generationally down to my small daughter and up to my um, late mother um, and just sort of about family, family recipes, passing them down, the importance of, um, of, of keeping some kind of heritage going and history going um, through families um, and, and, and through food. My favourite recipe to bring families together, well, it, of course it changes. I mean, you can't cook and write as many recipes as me without, without things changing. Uh, I am having a small passion for toad in the hole at the moment, I have to say. My toad in the hole is good. And of course, if you make a double batch of the pancake, of the batter, then you can make pancakes as well. We all love pancakes, mate, quite literally. Certainly do, you can't beat a bit of toad in the hole, mate. Yeah, you're back on the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with me and young Paulie boy. Where's he then? I oh, don't know. me. And you as well. Yeah, and oh. we got a bit of a shout out. A shout out goes out to Ian McLean. Let's give him a big clap. Hello, Yay! Yeah. He runs Multi Tech. Um, this. Uh, oh, I got a squeaky mic. You've just broken the microphone there, clapping. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, Ian McLean. Um, he runs Multi Tech. Uh, which is down Armour Place or Treasure Street. I don't know. I never know what the name of that place is there. I oh, never know. I can't help you there. It's strange. <laughs> um, yeah, he's down there and he's doing his stuff. He's doing his spraying and his technical repairs as he does. Yeah. To what? Cars. Oh, vehicles. Sorry, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that was the bit you missed out. Oh, I did miss that bit, eh? <laughs> I didn't do it deliberately, Ian. Are course. you after a discount fix? I'm, I'm after a bit of discount, yeah. yeah. Car fix. All right. Um, no, he's doing that down there this morning. He's listening to to us for the first time. Good man. Yeah, there's only us two today, so it's yeah. a special it's show. Better isn't it? than normal. Better than normal. No Barry. No rubbish presenters dragging us down. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I do like the old uh, the music bag we got in the background. A bit of Casino Royale by uh, Herb Albert. Is it Herb Albert or Herb Albert? It's Herb, isn't it? Herb. Yeah. As in Herbert. As in the herbs. Herbert Albert. Do you remember the herbs? I do. Um. God, no, let's say that was a children's TV program from the 70s. 70s when we were little girls. Any characters? Uh, the, the Sage. Oh, yeah. Dylan. The stereotypical Indian guy with the, you know, that probably wouldn't be a yeah. Uh Dylan the dog. What was the lion called? Dill the dog. Or was that the. Dill the dog. Dill Parsley the, the lion. Parsley the lion. Oh, who else? Uh, Bernard Lady. the Badger. No, <laughs> Badger's a well known herb. Yes. Don't ever eat here. Never, never. That's funny. Laugh. Oh, yeah, I put some Bernard the Badger in that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> As you do. <coughs> I need to know the other characters. Oh, I know wow. we're live on air and this is probably boring for people, but I yeah. have to know them. Let us Lady, know now. Rosemary, Lady Rosemary. Rosemary. And there was a Lord sort of manor, Lord of the Manor guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got. Oh, with the moustache? Yeah. Oh, what was his name? Oh. oh. Someone text in. Oh, yes. Text in to 07773 629772 and send us a photo. Yeah. Or what? just text in. Oh, I, I remember he had a moustache. Yeah. He was like, yeah. He was the man in charge. Yeah. A bit like us. I have to Google it if no yeah. one texts in. True. Uh, I tell you what we should do. We should talk about some more newsy stuff should that's going on. Should we? If I can find it. 
Um, oh, we'll talk about Bitcoin in a bit, and yes. we got a piece from the BBC on that as well. Let's talk about free. Did you know then, Paul, about free Wi hot, hot, hotspots? That free you know, what the if fact that they yeah, data risk unsecured, and if you if you actually upload data over them, it's a risk. Apparently, oh, what crazy, a surprise! Crazy, crazy, yeah. So yeah, Europol is uh, giving out a warning about sensitive information um, not being sent over public Wi-Fi hotspots to avoid hackers stealing it. There you go. Uh, Europe's top cybercrime police officer has warned. Trolls Erting. It's easy for you to say. Pronounce that incorrectly. Yeah. Head of Europol Cybercrime Centre told BBC Click people should send personal data only across networks they trusted. He said the warning was motivated by the growing number of attacks being carried out via public Wi-Fi. Europol is helping a number of countries out of such attacks, he said. We've seen an increase in the misuse of Wi-Fi in order to steal information, identity or passwords and money from the users who use public or insecure Wi-Fi connections, he said. We should teach users that they should not address sensitive information whilst being on an open, insecure Wi-Fi network. Ah, what a surprise. Which sounds obvious, but people trust... You know. Well, it's because it's unseen. Yes, it is. It's okay. like if you if you were um, if you were sat in a cafe with no clothes on, yeah, you can. you'd be mad. No, you might get noticed. You might get noticed, but no, no. If you're sat in a cafe, and it's what you don't see, isn't it? Because it's invisible. Yeah. You know, interfaces across the air interface are just uh, invisible. Absolutely. So. Yeah, so that's our other bit. We're like a public service. We've told people about <coughs> pancakes well, and things, we, and now we're talking about insecure Wi-Fi. Exactly. This show has been a lot different. The dynamic today is more about business information, yeah. technological information. Yeah. It's more about stuff at interest to the listener. Yeah, you did mention this off air. I did. And, and I was polite and said, yeah, the dynamics are different today. They are different. In other words, that was my polite way of saying, thank God Barry's not here. Oh, poor him. old Barry. We he's, do I love do it him. because he's not listening. I know. If he was listening, then you wouldn't do it. No. Oh, I'm just uh, testing no. to see if he listens again. Yeah, because in, in the old days, he used to listen when he wasn't in here, and he would, like, email in or tweet yeah. in or whatever. He just doesn't... We're dead to him, man. I know. He doesn't Pete can't be listening, because I made a joke about him yeah. moth flying well, out of his wallet. Well, it's not his show, isn't it? It's not his show. If it was his show, it'd be all me, me, me. Me, me, me. Yeah, exactly. Like yes, no, indeed. I think <laughs> it's time that we did a quick ad break, and then we'll be back. Uh, uh, should we play a song? Do you want to pick one? Oh, is it a number one to ten? It's like a number one thing. to ten. It certainly is, mate. Uh, quite uh, literally. I can't find it. There, go on, give me a number. Well, I went for number three last week, and I'm trying to think if the charts have changed, so I'm going to go for number five. Number five. Good choice. That's a bit of Christine Aguilera. We'll play her. Fantastic. After the uh, ad break now. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. It's not hard to overload an electrical socket. You just attach too many appliances to one extension lead, especially high-powered ones, like heaters and hair dryers. The problem is, it's not so easy to put out the fire. Fire kills. You can prevent it. The water is freezing. It is a long way down, Mark. jump, I jump, man. Stop saying that, please. I don't know if I'm up for this. I've walked up this hill for nothing. Come Could on, get jump. Come on. Babe, oh, film it. So yeah, I'm going to get it. Film it. Oh, right. Come on, son. Right, watch out, then. I need a run-up. Come on. Go on, oh, son. Go on. Don't jump into the unknown. Tombstoning kills and injures. He's jumped. What a legend! Nutter. Why has he not come up yet? Oh, shut up! He's messing the boat, man. Matt. Matt. Shut up, guys. Call nine nine nine. Call the coast guard. Somebody help him. Matt. 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 
advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester. 7FM. Hej, det här är Birgitta. Jag sitter i Stockholm och det här är 7FM, den bästa frukostshowen i världen. Say something, I'm giving up on you I'll be the one if you want me to Anywhere I would have followed you Chaz and Dave, and you're listening to 7FM. 
Gotcha. Music and news for South Gloucester. He's good old Chaz, isn't he? Goethe indeed. And Begita did his little little voiceover for us. Thank you, Begita. Yes. Um, what, what did she say? Well, she hasn't sent in the thing and we we're asking about the herbs. She, she's not? No. Okay. Um, she said... Oh, uh, yeah, we're, well... What? Without... So I'm not prepared. You're not? Um, Joke. Sh- oh, she didn't say anything then. Hopefully she can bit over and hopefully we can get her on the show. That'd be great. Is, is the bottom line for all that? That's bottom cool. line indeed. So I'll tell you what we do. Let's, uh, let's talk about Bitcoin. So the Bitcoin creator denies involvement, apparently. The man named by a magazine as the inventor of Bitcoin earlier this week has denied any involvement. Dorian Prentice Satoshi Nakamoto said he had not even heard of the virtual currency until a few weeks ago. Nakamoto was singled out as the man who wrote the code underpinning Bitcoin by Newsweek. But he said that the quotes attributed to him that seemed to suggest his discontinued involvement with the project had been misunderstood. I got nothing to do with it, Nakamoto told her. I don't think he talks like that. He might be with from a bit of London. I got nothing to do with it, have I, look, innit? Nakamoto told a reporter on Thursday. He was identified as the face behind Bitcoin in an article published online this week. A reporter spent about two months investigating the claim and tracking him down. When the reporter, flanked by two police officers, found the 64-year-old former physicist at his home in California and asked him if he was involved with Bitcoin, he reported to have said, I am no longer involved in that and I cannot discuss it. Well, that's missing. That's really sort of confusing, <laughs> isn't it, really? Yeah. It's not clear or anything there. I bet the, you pronounce this next bit wrong. Uh, the, the BBC's Roy's... Kellen Jones, Selen. Rory Kethlin. Rory Kethlin, is it? Yeah, your well friend would know that. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> Mega. Rory Kethlin Jones explains how Bitcoin works. Bitcoin is a virtual currency, not backed by any central authority which exists on the internet. It was invented in somewhat mysterious circumstances by a man calling himself Satoshi Nakamoto. Here's the paper he put online talking about a peer-to-peer version of electronic cash to allow online payments to be sent directly from one party to another without going through a financial institution. You can create bitcoins by a very complex process called mining using computers to undertake uh, difficult mathematical transactions, uh, mathematical calculations. Most people won't do that. Uh, They'll go to a Bitcoin exchange to buy them, but they'll need something called a Bitcoin wallet, which is a digital wallet existing like this on a mobile phone or on a computer. And in effect, you're sending people money via uh, a string of uh, letters and numbers, a code. It's supposed to be very secure. That's what people uh, find attractive about it. And of course, it doesn't involve any banks and is pretty secret. But the problem with it is it's very volatile. Uh, This is what's happened to the value of Bitcoin against the dollar over the last year. Big peak uh, back in April, huge surge in value, then it fell way back. And just in the last day, again, uh, a big fluctuation downwards following that FBI raid. So the believers think that Bitcoin will change the way we use money. The skeptics say uh, it's extremely volatile and the authorities will want to be looking at it very closely for signs of criminal activity. Thanks for that, Roar. Roar. Roar, Kathleen. He's known. Anyway, in, in breaking news, um, I now have the characters, thanks everybody's texting in, um, from <laughs> The Herbs, which was a big, uh, exciting programme for me when I was little. Yeah. So, partially the line we got. Yeah. Right, let's test you on these. There was an owl called... Twit. 
it. <laughs> Tweet. Sage. Wise Sage Owl. See, What's that got to do with owls? Well, Sage the Owl. Mm. He was a bad-tempered owl who was almost in, always in a bad mood. He was. He fell out of his nest a lot and hated getting his feathers wet. Yeah, we're all like that, though, After especially after a Sunday night. Yeah. Saturday Dil, night. Dill the dog, hyperactive dog. Yeah. Uh, Sir Basil. The ah, king of the Sir herbs. Basil. He wore a deer stalker and had a f- fondness for hunting. So that's what we should call Barry from now on. Sir, Sir Basil, Basil, the king of the herbs. <laughs> <laughs> let's get... Let's there's get him th- one... Go on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> let's get Barry a theme tune. <laughs> let's, when he comes in here next, forget the step to So let's play the whatever theme tune Sir Basil had. All right, then. Lace, Lady Rosemary we got. Yeah. Sir Basil's prim and proper wife. Yeah. Constable... Oh, steady. Constable. Yes. Napweed. Napweed. And do you remember <laughs> I'm Bailey Fine the Gardener? Do you remember him? No. And I then do, there was, actually. There was a couple more. There was Aunt Mint. Yes. He was an old auntie like woman who was in a rocking chair. Mr. Onion. Yes. Uh, Mrs. Onion, his wife who was always crying, which is genius. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, the Chives, which were the Onion's children. Oh, and we got the theme tune. And Tarragon the Dragon, there's loads of them. Hmm. Pashana Bedi was the One snake day, charmer. Have a listen. Very strange noise. I believe for every drop of rain a spore. <laughs> That's beautiful. Shall I stop singing, eh? Yeah. That sounds like the cry of the lesser spotted dill coming from the theatre. It looks like Kane a little I bit, doesn't he? What part of the line? Yeah. Isn't it look dated now? Oh, look at the quality. You know, it's a lot Shall of it was I? done by, um... I suppose oh. I'd better. Oliver Postgate did a lot of stuff. It wasn't. I, I've been, I've seen his, stu- no, he didn't do this one, but I've seen his studio. I've actually seen it tiny. Actually, this was directed by Ivor Wood. Ivor Wood. Didn't he do, um, Ivor the, en- no. No. Who did Ivor the Engine? Well, not Ivor Wood. Anyway, it was written by Michael Bond, who, who did, who was the creator of Paddington Bear. That's right. There you go. God, you learned oh, so much on this show. the nostalgia. Definitely. God. So there you go. Absolutely. So anyway, we need to sort out the theme tune for, um, I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I'll try and sort out a theme tune for Barry. We, we've got a new listener as well. I've just got a, a text in for me and saying, I've got the Polish from next workshop next door to me listening. He's not said his name though, so we can't say hi. Some, oh, this is someone who's listening who's got people in the workshop next door also listening. Yes. So hello to the Polish people in the workshop next door. To Ian. To, and to Ian. It, yeah, next door to, to Ian. Whoever you are. Yeah, I have to draw a diagram. Well, they know who they are. The They'll know who they are. in the workshop next door to Ian. I'm sure they know who they are. They know all about the herbs, no? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's like a public service broadcast, this. It's just, this show is so tight. Oh, like a tiger. And it's 25 to 10 already. I know. So, um... The blue and the red goes really well, doesn't, doesn't it? it? I like that blue sign. It's the loveliness of it, isn't yeah. it? <clears throat> so... You've got a piece of paper in your hand. I have. We could be doing the news. Well, I don't. I think. I don't think we should. I think we should play another song. Oh. I'm into playing songs today. Blimey! I know it's just crazy, isn't it? What are we going to play? I think a bit of Sam Smith. Yeah, a bit more cheerful than Christine Aguilera. Oh, wasn't she depressed? I mean, she, you know, she's all right. I mean, she if she'd come round again, I yeah. If she, if she come round again and said Andy, 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 yeah, um, <laughs> please let me out of your house. <laughs> please let me out of your garage, <laughs> along with uh, Rihanna and the other one, Katie, <laughs> Katie Perry, Katie Perry. The thing is, they've been in there a long time now. I know. And Katie's got that red plastic suit on. <laughs> She's <laughs> probably a bit whiffy now. But in your defence, <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> Katie Perry is a bit whiffy. Yeah. But in your defence, yeah, you know, at least the three of them they can t- they got something. They got something to talk about. Not like you got them trapped in there on their own. No, it should be cruel. Exactly. I go in and feed them <laughs> fish heads <laughs> in a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that bombshell. <laughs> when the summer deal. Don't wanna see the numbers, I wanna see heaven You say could you write a song for me? 
Indeed, they are. We're back, Bally Boy and me. Yeah. Yes. It's dream team. Dream. Are you doing it in the Romanian Dracula voice? I, I know. I, this is what you used to say all the time. Um, they call me the Count because oh, I love to count. count. One. One. Ah. Two. two. Ah. I spent too long with you. Mate. You have, mate. I spent too we're, long with you. We're like brothers. This you've is been, like the old days, isn't it? <laughs> but you've been doing those some of these voices for many, many years. Yeah, it's getting a bit boring now. Yeah. Some people learn some new ones. I will. And you got twenty minutes to go. Do you know that? That's that's gone. That's the quickness of it, though. It's isn't a it? speed. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Should we do the news? Do we want the news jingle, or do we just want to carry on playing this one in the background? Uh, no, this is cool. This or is actually, cool. we might be getting a phone call. Oh, well, in that case, that'll um, mess us right up if we do. Will it? Well, I don't know. Do you want me so, to say no? No, you can say yes. Right, hang on. Uh, messaging <clears> live <throat> on air. 
Let me start off anyway. We're oh, doing that. I need to message. Can I? She's listening. She's listening. Yeah, if you're listening, that's great. Martin, phone in. Mark Newcomb is online. I've just seen. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, a variety of stories appear on the front pages today in Saturday's newspapers. The Daily Mail is among those to follow up revelations about the police spy who targeted the family of murdered teenager Stephen Lawrence. It reports he passed on details about the marriage breakdown of Stephen's parents. People who do not pay the TV licence fee will no longer be prosecuted in a criminal court under government proposals. Reports the Daily Telegraph. It says non-payment could become a matter for the civil courts, bringing it in line with failure to pay parking tickets and utility bills. Prince Harry and his girlfriend, Cressida Bonas. Is that right? I would say Bonas. Yeah, is she Spanish? Or Bonas. Oh, Bonas. Are pictured on the front page of The Sun at an event in London this week. And the paper says they hugged and kissed in public for the first time, proving their love is the real deal. Well, me and you do that, don't we? We don't love each other. Yeah, only when no one's looking. Absolutely. A Lib Dem plan to relax rules to make it easier for migrants to bring their families to the UK has been... Cr- has been criticised by figures in both the Tories and the UKIP. That's bizarre. Reports the Daily Express. The Daily Mail returns to Michael Schumacher. This is a tragic skiing accident. Mm. It says the former F1 champion had failed to show any sign of recovery after 69 days in an artificial coma. Not just on that bit. I find it bizarre that the guy had such or had such a career where he put himself in danger every day. I know. And then something he did for recreation yeah. is is t- is tragic. There Absolutely is a certain tragic. irony, but yeah, let's hope um let's hope Fingers crossed. kind of get through. Indeed. And in other news, research by the House of Commons Library suggests the government's tax and benefits changes have hit women almost four times as hard as men. Uh, that's a report in the mm. Independent. The paper says women were hit hard by tax credit cuts which top up the earnings of those on low incomes. And the Independent sister paper the I leads with the same story. It reports government's comments that the coalition's long-term economic plan has seen more women in work. The Times reports a whistleblower's cane claims that UKIP breached European Parliament regulations by funding some of its UK political operations with money from Brussels. The party says it has been careful to observe the rules. Team GB's Winter Paralympics flag bearer Millie Knight features on the front page. And the Financial Times also uses the Winter Paralympics photograph on its front page. Ukraine's flag bearer at the opening ceremony in Sochi. Its lead story concerns new European Commission plans to give shareholders right to close the gap between the pay of executives and staff. Here, here. Uh, Ofsted is drawing up plans for the biggest shake-up in the way it inspects schools in England since it was founded, The Guardian reports. The paper says the regulator is seeking to demonstrate its independence before an anticipated onslaught by right-wing critics. And The Daily Star is among a number of papers to continue to anticipate the prospect of warmer weather. Here, here to that. It reports a killer shark, well maybe not here, here, (laughs) is set to terrorise Britain as the country basks in spring heatwave. The paper says the 15-foot Great White is due to reach Cornwall in three days after swimming 19,000 miles. That's a long way to go for a snack, isn't it? Go, isn't it? Indeed. You're listening to The Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers-on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. There was a whole life in this house. Photo albums from black and white to colour. School reports from 1963 to 85. Souvenirs from 20 family holidays. All gone. In a fire that took away 73 years. In two minutes. About the time it takes to test your smoke alarms. If you know an older person, please test their smoke alarms when you test yours. Fire kills. You can prevent it. Change for Life is about real people like you and me and the changes we can all make to stay healthy, like choosing less booze. 
These can be simple things like not getting into a round or just having a half instead of a pint. And if you drink every day, it's a really good idea to have a couple of nights off a week. Drink can sneak up on us and increase our risk of stroke, liver and heart disease. And the calories can really add up too, which we often forget. To check your drinking and for more tips and advice on cutting down, search online for Change for Life. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Actually, we need to we need to finish this song early because we've just we've got somebody very special from Sweden who's just actually ringing in this second. Are you there? Ah, oh, there. Hey, Alipa. Oh yeah. Hi, guys. Oh, you you scared me now. <laughs> he just looked at he just looked at me immediately. There, big eaters. <laughs> what does that mean? A look of help. How are you? <laughs> yeah, fine, thank you. What are you doing today? Early morning. Ah, oh, very well, nice. We are still at the ice rink. It's my daughter's last uh, practice for this. Um, so um, it's cold, but it's okay. So how cold is it there in Sweden at the moment? Well, I think we have uh, plus six degrees and really sunny, but it's a lot of wind. Oh, very windy. But inside the ice rink, it's always a few degrees below zero. So. Oh, really? So you got your coat on and that and your hat and your gloves? Oh, yeah, and um, a, a full suit. <laughs> <laughs> what, like yeah, a business really business cool. suit, you mean? Fantastic. <laughs> we wanted you to send us yeah, a photo, um, but you rang the, the... I think you rang the... the you rang the MMS number, I think, yeah. is what you did. Never mind, never mind. Next uh, time. I, I blame Paul. I, well, <laughs> well, to be honest, he's not very good with technology, to be honest, Brigitte. He's not very, you know, no. you've got, I've got to be gentle no. with him. To plus, be fair. Uh, plus, I'm a man, yeah, okay. so that makes me always <laughs> wrong as well. Well, there is that. So what are you doing later today, then? Have you got things planned with the family? Uh, or? We are actually going for the uh, the, uh, the uh, rehearsal for the uh, final of the uh, Eurovision Song Contest. You're, w- you're in it? 
No, oh my God, no. Uh, no, but we're, we're going to look at the, the, uh, the last uh, preparations for the show because it's the Swedish final is tonight, so we're going there this afternoon. Do you mean to watch the live broadcast? Yeah. You don't mean you're going to watch it on television, you mean you're going to the actual thing itself? Yeah, but the, the, the last rehearsal before the oh, I see. finale. Oh, that. how cool is that? Because it's a massive thing, isn't it, in Sweden? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I seem to remember, oh, this band back in 74, <laughs> was it, Winnings from Sweden? Yeah. I can't remember what they were called. You were there. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. You know, that museum is really, oh, really something. Oh, I want to go. You know? We've got to go. Yeah, I know. I've just said to him now. It's a planned trip to Stockholm. I've just said to him now, off air, I just said, we need to go to Sweden. And first of all, he said, oh, I yeah. don't think I wouldn't be allowed to go. And then he said, <laughs> actually, I would. But, you know, I, I, I've got to plan it out. And I said, stop planning it out. Let's just go. We're, we're gonna yeah we'll do it but we got summer's best though it's much nicer in stockholm in the summer yeah it doesn't matter it's yeah. summer spring whenever it's a nice place i've been once i went to i went to stockholm on a boat it took me two days to get there right i went into stockholm McDo well a mcdonald's and had a quarter pounder mcdonald's i know why would you go all the way to stockholm and go to mcdonald's well it was one of these these <laughs> things where you go on a like a boat cruise thing that was like 40 pound and then you're in stockholm for an hour <laughs> that is one of the most expensive McDonald's things you've ever done. I think. <laughs> I think you're right there. You're right there. Well, I tell you what, we, I, I have got, I do have a little problem, uh, an obsession with uh, uh, Abba. I have lots of problems. But I was I have say, you have lots of little problems, yeah. Yeah, and Agneta in, in, in particular. Yeah, we like her. Yes. Yeah. Um, and well, actually, they're doing a four, uh, four pieces uh, tribute to them tonight, I think. Who are? The, uh, oh, yeah. right. So you mean the, the, the people rehearsing will be covering Abba songs? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool! Can we watch yeah. it? Can we, can get, we get it? Can we watch? Would we I be able to watch it? I think you can it? if you go on on our our national television SVT? website. SVT, yeah. SVT Play. I think they have it. So you can oh. they are broadcasting it live. Dreaming. We'll be um. We'll be. I was going to use a really bad English expression. I said we'll be on it like a car bonnet, which would have meant nothing to you probably. Yeah, I, I uh, just ignore yeah. him. <laughs> it's just a rhyming <laughs> phrase. <laughs> well, I tell you what, it, it has been great talking to you. Do you know we? Do you know we're going to have to play it in the background? Here? Yes. Announce who this is. Oh, yeah, yeah. In Swedish. Yeah. Yeah, go on. Introduce the song for us in Swedish, please, Birgitta. Okay. This is the winner from 1974 Melody Festival. Abba Ame Waterloo. Fantastic. Thank Speak you. to you soon. Thank Take care. Birgitta. See
Bit of Abba there. Yeah, great stuff. So oh. it sounds like uh, it's all happening in Sweden. Yes. They, it's massive, though, the Eurovision Song Contest. It's absolutely massive. That's there. the size of it, isn't it? Yeah, but we, <laughs> but we don't... It's kind of... I think it's because we're so rubbish at it over here. We don't, nobody watches it anymore. But it's a big deal. I think Hang all the, like, the families get together around a TV on a what? Saturday night. What do you mean we're rubbish? We had the Brotherhood of Man. Yeah, I know. But we had Bucks Fizz. Well, they were all right. Brother right. of the Man, save you. That was a funky song, wasn't it? Save your kisses for me. Was that the Eurovision Song Contest one? Yeah. I don't know if we won it, though. Did we who, am I, who did tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree? Was that them? Oh, it was a one word. It was like Flash or Rake or... Tie a yellow ribbon. Like, oh. Fatumpsh. Do I... Who? <laughs> Fatumpsh. <laughs> That's the noise you make. Oh, no, I won't say that. It's going to be rude, actually. Um, oh, hang on. It's save. one word. It's one word. Save... Blake. Your... Blake. Bloke. Kisses. Hang on. No. For me. No, that's tell yellow ribbon you wanted. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Come what on, Brie. What are you brain. doing, man? I'm not... Yeah. You're all over the shop. It wasn't Pussycat, was it? No. no. Tie. A yellow ribbon. A <coughs> yellow ribbon. Round the old oak Badger's tree. foot. Round a... Uh, uh, to a song by Dawn. Dawn. There you go. One word. Tell you. Yeah, I never... Was that a one-hit wonder? Yeah. Aren't they all? Look at Abba. They never did much. No, never. There, yeah. one song. I w- never heard of them. You again. need to get your finger pulled out, man. I, I will. We need sorry. to get over to. <laughs> we need to get over to Sweden because I don't know why I said it like that. Because it's all like that. So <coughs> we need to go over to Sweden. I want to go to Sweden. Yeah, I love Sweden right, mainly because of Abba. The, yeah, I have an obsession with Abba. The Abba Museum. I haven't been there, but apparently it's amazing. You can do things like they've got this kind of big virtual screen, and you can go on Abba. And you can sing, and it's like you're singing with them. Oh, so they'll be re- Benny. They'll replace one person. Oh, in really? No, actually, Monday morning will be there. But anyway, you can sing on. Say, <laughs> they have a short, fat, bold one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Agneta, Bjorn, Benny, <laughs> uh, Agneta, and Stumpy. Yes, it's Cabba. Clarky, Clarkus. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, it's a laugh. Yeah. Um, so anyway, any in, any in, more technology news? In hot news, yes. In hot news. So there was the recent um, purchase of what. WhatsApp uh, that was bought by Facebook and it's been challenged. How many dollars? And nineteen billion dollars. Eleven billion, I think. So Facebook's purchase of mobile messaging service WhatsApp has been opposed by privacy groups. Mark Zuckerberg's firm is planning to buy the company for around eleven billion. He did quite well, that guy. Uh, Opponents want U.S. regulators to stop the deal until Facebook provides more information on what it plans to do with the personal data of WhatsApp's users. But Facebook said it will operate as a separate company and honour existing privacy arrangements, which include not collecting news data for advertising. WhatsApp built a user base based on its commitment not to collect user data for advertising revenue read a complaint filed with the U.S. Federal Trade Commission. It was drawn up by two non-profit groups, the Electronic Privacy Information Centre and the Centre for Digital Democracy. So there you go. It's all they're all going to be owned by one company at this rate, aren't all these things? Thing is, how long's Facebook got? Uh, it's uh, so I read somewhere it's peaked. It's actually starting to um, decline slightly. Yeah, <clears throat> is that is that right? Well, you know, I mean, the kids are today. The, um, Emily asked if she could have a Facebook account yesterday. Funnily enough, yeah. Um, I begrudgingly said yes, but we're going to have to lie and say that she's older than she is. Is it thirty-eight? Supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be born before nineteen seventy-four. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why then why she can't have an, an account that I can be guardian of. I don't. Why haven't they got that? That's a good point. But why haven't you they got can't... a guardian account? Um, yeah, but you can't. Is it because some of the stuff on there is inappropriate? Well, if it's inappropriate, for children. I, yeah, but surely they must be able to have a filter to stop inappropriate stuff mm. going out. If not, they're rubbish. 
Yeah. By the way, go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com yeah, forward slash 7FM. They're not that rubbish, because <laughs> we're on it. Yes, indeed. And, when you, fin- and when you finish there, go and look at Monkey Face UK and like them as well, because oh. they're a fantastic man. They are lovely, aren't they? Lead singer's <laughs> a bit uh, getting on a bit now, isn't he? Rough as a badger. Yeah. Do you know, it's nearly, nearly, we've been here two hours. I cannot believe that. It's gone. This is oh. the fastest show we've done ever. Please unlock the door let me out now. I know. <laughs> I promise I won't say it again. What about Katie and uh, Rihanna? Are you going to go and see them? Well, I'll pop in there first. Yeah. Hello. A cup of tea. So she's got that red leather plastic. Give them a donut each. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know how many, um, <clears throat> I was looking at how many likes Rihanna had on one of her pages. It was something like millions, 126 millions, million. Millions. Yeah. Unbelievable, wasn't it? It's nearly as many as Monkey Face. How many yeah. is it? 100 and... and, and, and 147. 147, uh, you've got, yeah. K. K. <laughs> okay. Okay, yeah, it's not 147, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop the O. Ah, oh, dear. Oh, that's a laugh, isn't it? What <laughs> is? A noise in the back of your throat. That's a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we Very play good. a song to go out with? That was another uh, Young Ones uh, tribute there. Oh, was it? Yes. What, what are we going to go out with? Let's I, go out with something stormingly upbeat. Should we do that? Yeah. Oh, why did you have to say that? I haven't got All right, no, let's not go with something stormingly upbeat. Let's go what? with something from... Um, what from about Foxes? Yeah, what what does the fox say? No, not that. <laughs> Steady. <laughs> no, it's number seven. It's let it go tonight. Let let. Oh, start again. Let go for tonight. Just yeah. let go for tonight, Paul. All right. So you got to do, man. We'll be back next week. I think it's just the two of us again. Again, should be a good Top show. Show. Later's. Love you all. Bye. around the world at 7fm.com.